Hi there and welcome back to The Juggling Act, a podcast to help support working parents who are managing the juggle. I'm Sarah McGilvray, Nova Radio host and mum of two. Usually you hear me with the lovely Mel Wilson, also a mum of two and editor of Kidspot, but today it's just me. So today is a very important day. In case you didn't already know, it's Red Nose Day. In Australia, nine babies die suddenly and unexpectedly every day. That's more than 3,000 every year, which is just devastating. But to provide some hope and support, we have Red Nose Australia. Now, founded in 1977 by parents who wanted to find out why their babies died suddenly and unexpectedly and then educate parents and health professionals about how to prevent it and to make sure the devastating impact of the death of their own child never happened to anyone else. My special guest today is Red Nose CEO, Karen Ludsky. Welcome to the Juggling Act podcast. Thank you so much for making the time today. Sarah, thank you so much for having me. As I was listening to your intro, you actually brought tears to my eyes. I don't think it ever gets easier to hear those stats. And this is the thing, even reading them, and I I feel like I have no right to be distressed by it because we speak with someone like you who I've heard you say your story is not unique, but if you can, I would love for you to please share with us exactly how you tragically came to be involved with Red Nose. Uh, Sarah, I guess, you know, my story starts back in, in 1998 um, with my third son, um, Ben, um, who died of SIDS. And I guess I, I want to preface by saying I, I never thought it happened to someone like me. I thought, you know, I was a good mum, you know, the, the ultimate juggler, really juggling, you know, working and being a mum of, of three young boys. And it, it didn't cross my mind that something so tragic could happen to my family, but but it did. Ben, at three months old, um, I put him down to to sleep for an hour on a Saturday afternoon. And when I went to pick him up, um, he wasn't breathing. And I guess it was at that point in, in our lives, my older two boys were six and four at the time, that everything that I knew to be true really was no longer true. And it, it made me, I guess, really go within and work out what, what my priorities were what was important to me and you know how how do I pick myself up and how do I keep my family going as you say sorry the you 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 didn't um you know you you were just a mum just doing what we're all doing every day and that there was no obvious lead into this I I take it Ben had did not have any health complications that you're aware of or, or any indicator that this was something you needed to worry about none at all he was you know a perfectly healthy breastfed um, little baby, and you know, I, I think that you know he won. And I don't say this often, but he was a tummy sleeper, and he wouldn't sleep in any other position. And when we talk about how important the work of Red Nose is today to ensure that that all babies are put to sleep on their back, you know, that's something that I personally live with every day. But it's also something that I am so passionate about ensuring that that through money raised on Red Nose Day, through the awareness of their campaign, you know, to ensure that that, that people are putting their bugs to sleep on their back because we know that that on its own is such a significant risk factor for kids. Absolutely. And, and this this was over 20 years ago for you that, that Ben yeah. passed away. But as you say, that, that emotion, uh, I mean... What, what what do you do? I, I I how do you how do you move forward with that? You know, it's a question that I get asked quite a lot, and I don't think we do move forward. I think we integrate. So 
so for me personally, I've I've dedicated my professional life really ever since Ben died. Before um, Ben died, I um, had a biscuit manufacturing business called mm-hmm. Kess's Kitchen, which my brother now runs beautifully. But after he he died, I thought, no, 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 this this is a little bit it, it doesn't fit anymore, and I need to be doing work with people. And that's really when I first got um, involved with um, Red Nose was with some kids back then. Um, and they reached out to me within, I think, a day after Ben died, um, seeing if I needed support. And that was really the first step of a journey that's been, you know, a 20-odd-year journey as a, firstly, as a bereaved mum, then as a volunteer supporting other bereaved um, mums, then or parents, then as um, a staff member, Mm-hmm. Uh, then as a board member of, of Kids and Kids Victoria and I guess now as, as CEO of Red Nose. But in the time in between, I've also spent 15 years supporting other families in a clinical sense. And for me, um, and it, this is, I guess, my grief style, by being able to help other people, it makes sense of, of his you know, very precious short life. I'm so sad for all the people who go through this and it is so phenomenal what you now do to help other people. I I have to ask, in this situation, obviously there are still a lot of people who will never thankfully know the pain that you have been through, but if you do have a friend or a family member, I mean, when people are trying to help and we know that people, you know, things can be steeped in best intention, but it doesn't mean you get it right and, and people would be afraid of what to say, what to do, how to speak to you, how to treat the topic, what what would be your wo- words to sort of guide anyone who is trying to support someone who's going through this situation? Be okay to sit in the mud. Yeah. And and, and what I mean by that is, is, is if we go in to support other people thinking that we can fix it or make it better, we're setting ourselves up for failure and we end up saying things that end up sounding quite dismissive and minimising, you know, at least you've got two other healthy boys. You know, so that's great, but I had three. Mm. Um, you know, or you're still young, you can have another one, also oh, not so horrible. helpful, what you know. Thing to say. So I, yeah. I think even, you know, what I will say to people all the time is if you don't know what to say, just say, I, I, I actually don't have words right now. I can't imagine what you're going through. I don't know what to say, but I'm here. I'm here and I'm here for the long term. Yeah. Oh. You know, and and I think that that's what it comes down to. Never be afraid. You know, the, we, you talked before about the, the 3,000 babies each year and there's six a day of those are stillbirths. And what we hear from, from parents of stillbirths is the fact that no one talks about their baby. No one names, uses their baby's name mm-hmm. for fear of upsetting them, et cetera. But they're thinking about that baby every day. So being able to hear someone say their baby's name to them, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, little Johnny would be three tomorrow. How are you feeling? That means the world to families. Karen, your story, you are so brave to share it and to continue to work with these families. And thank you so much for giving us your time today. It's it's amazing. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of The Juggling Act. If you if you have any questions or you want to know more about Red Nose Day, it's rednoseday.org.au. Support this amazing organisation. Uh, and to hear more of the podcast, obviously, you can subscribe so you don't miss an ep. Um, but thank you again, Karen. Bye for now.
Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.